Okay, we are back again for season 2. Oh, welcome to season 2. You are listening to Youth Unhinged. It's been quite a break, hasn't it, Youth? Yep, supposed to be only 2 weeks turns out to become almost 2 months if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we are called Youth Unhinged. No <laughs> surprises there. Welcome to the age of the 21st century millennials. You can't expect much more from us. Yep, just in- inconsistency is our personality trait. true inconsistencies but but there are also positive sides to that i mean here we we change systems right like it yeah. used to be people forcing down rules on us <laughs> now <laughs> we make those people sort of like we make the system change for us yeah, you know how true. people used to say hey yeah you keep talking to me you're going to get it outside later <laughs> guess what nah <laughs> we I'm made the system change for us as well Okay, so let's dive into our topic. Our topic today is called We Are Malaysians. Mm-hmm. And what do you feel like Malaysians love to do all the time? Food. First food? word that comes yes. to my mind. Yeah, I would agree. For me especially, oh, just in case if anyone didn't know yet, I'm already in Malaysia going through my semester break right now. And gonna go so gonna go back to Korea pretty yep. soon. Yeah, and I'm going to live very soon as well. And then the main thing that I really want to focus on in Malaysia was to eat all the foods that are listed back in Korea. Mm-hmm. So you, I heard you had a checklist or something. Yep. It was a very long checklist consists of my favorite nasi lemak, pau, kledek, wonton mee and mm-hmm. it just goes on forever. Oh. And somehow I'm going to fulfill all the checklist very very soon. I think in another one week I can settle everything. Oh, so it's possible. Yep. You know what? Oh, Surprisingly, right? My parents When I told them I want to eat something, they just don't seem to bother. But when I say the mm-hmm. food is in the checklist, right, they become like, "Oh, okay, I need to go and buy it for you." I'm like, "Wow!" So my opinion matters less than the checklist itself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the story in my house, literally. Isn't that an, an interesting way to look at things? Just put put at some put put something on your checklist, guys. Yeah, that might go a long way in making a. making a difference between you getting something and or, or not <laughs> well okay so uh you, you've got an article there with you am i right do you yep and the article is from telepress 2017 uh-huh. article eight things malaysians always complain about because besides food malaysians also love to complain if we don't complain pretty much we're just not malaysian that's simple Do you agree with me, uh, Karen? That's the first point. I, I would, I would, but but I'm just while while you while you said that, the thought just ran through my mind. I mean, what about mm. Singaporeans? Um, uh, yeah, I think they I think do complain a lot as well. Yeah, are they are they one step worse? One step worse, I'm not sure, but I feel like they do complain equally as us. Because they're going through pretty much similar problems like us, especially the ones in the article, lah. Yeah, isn't it? Well. Apart from the fact that the economy is doing a bit better than ours, <laughs> and by by a bit, I, I'm sort of minimizing the 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 effects of what I say here. It's, yeah, it's not it's not it's not small. It's, it's a big difference. <laughs> Apart from that, we're basically complaining about most of the same things. Yeah, we've got larger land size though. Singapore is mm-hmm. just a small island. But still, we complain about the same things. For example, mm-hmm. here the article starts with "Where is my food?" and the main questions are like, "Why is my food taking so long?" and then. Another one is a bit weird. Call your manager. Come, I want to complain. Sounds like Karen. Yep, I was going to say that. And do do Malaysians do that? Inaccurate. Um, I would say inaccurate. Not everyone, to be exact. Mm-hmm. But then they do get impatient when it comes to food stuff, especially when we need to decide what are we going to eat. Very simple, Karen. When I was in Korea, I was with my group of friends. All of them are Malaysians, right? Whenever we ask, what do you guys want to eat? You know the 
Typical answer that they give, right? Nasi lemak. Anything. Anything. Oh my goodness! Yes, he just. <laughs> do you do you know what? My my dad just called me yesterday, and I was, "What do you want for dinner?" And he said, "Anything." And guess what the response was? Yeah. <laughs> and the moment when you actually suggest a place, they'll be like, "Ah, something else, lah." Uh-huh. Yeah. True, right? Isn't that so accurate, though. I feel like it does happen in literally every family and every friend group. Okay. Okay. Is this now? Now, now I'm interested. Is this is this uniquely Malaysian? Because <laughs> if it is, then it really makes us special, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because even if you watch like the stereotype video that the YouTubers do, right? Like Malaysian YouTubers, uh-huh. they always state the same fact. Like when we need to choose what we need to eat. They just don't know. They just simply say anything, but no one will yeah. come up with a decision. And even if you give right. a suggestion, they won't accept. For the the way I look at it is that I I am a bit more considerate in 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 the sense that I look at how how it is for the other person. Yeah. So for example, uh, it depends on what the per the plans of that other person is, because I don't want to be an inconvenience to that other person. So if mm-hmm. that other person decides. Uh, that he wants to perhaps buy something. Uh, let's say, uh, he wants to stop by this particular shop to to get a a particular piece of Food. clothing or something yeah. like that. I'd go, oh, okay. So you're going there. So now now I've got a few options in my mind because mm-hmm. on the way there you've got a few a few stalls that I know of yeah. which sells a, a certain number of dishes. That I I am a fan, of. and so given all those options, then I choose the best one. So I think mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a it's a matter of uh, options being presented, and then we selecting the best one. But but the reason why we say anything is mm-hmm. is because either we don't want to make that decision for ourselves because we really don't mind if that person just shows up and gives us the food because in that case we'll just eat it up. We're not gonna say no. You take it away. I don't yeah, want it makes sense. I think yeah, you're kind of nailed it there. But 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 the thing is, when when they start giving us suggestions, mm-hmm. they're giving us choices, and 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 then, well, that doesn't really rub nicely. For example, if if they say, okay, look, uh, I'll give you this, but I'll give you nuts. That's uh-huh. it. But but I'm not I'm not a fan of nuts. It somehow makes me go nah, but but if you already bought for me. The nuts. Mm-hmm. I'd go. Hey, you have thanks. no other choice. Yeah. <laughs> and I eat it up, and, and I wouldn't make such a big fuss of it. Uh, I think I think it's a matter of options for some reason. I I don't know if I've articulated that properly. I would say there's a solution for it, and I don't know whether it actually works or not. I would say there's like sixty percent probability it will work, approximately. Of course, you need to list out like I don't know three to five places, and you ask them to choose from it. Choose only from the list, and from that they need to choose one place, right? Then you just follow the majority, lah. Do you know what? I think Malaysians love options. Hmm. Yeah. Not to look at it. What are my options? Hmm. Hmm. Even when you want to start to work, they also look at options, right? Yeah. They they don't they don't normally go. Okay, I want to be this at this from this time to that time. Yeah. They're more like whatever lah. Hmm. If I can get if I can get salary from this yeah. this this job. I can still do it. Yeah, so long as I can eat, that's fine. Okay, but but that's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... okay. Let's move on to the second one. Yeah. This one, I think I really have a lot to talk about. The question is about why you drive so slow. But then I want mm. to just generally talk about the increase in number of vehicles, especially in Malacca. Mm. To be honest, right, I've never been in Malacca for the last one and a half years, right? But I can see that this difference drastically. You know, like. It's literally traffic jam every single day during the peak time. It's like almost becoming Penang KL level already. Hmm. I I'd, I'd argue we've already already there. Yeah. Huh. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
we were already there a few years ago <laughs> but then like what to do eh i feel like nowadays all houses have like what at least more than one car for sure of if they can afford it right yeah. but then i really can come up with a solution I for think, it i think mm-hmm. the, the roads are narrow that's what it is hmm but why didn't it will solve the problem eh one lane two lane that's mm-hmm. it and uh yeah i i i think i think as, as as soon as you go towards the outskirts of town it's mostly one lane yeah but then you see those places won't really get jammed the places that are that will get jammed are the busy areas that generally have more than one lanes mm-hmm. like the highways well, maybe, for example maybe that comes down to development you you mm-hmm. you're referring to uh, makota Da-da. Yeah, even at my place near Cheng area, goddamn, around five to six, seven p.m. I can't even go out. <laughs> well, that's that's not a bad sign, I guess. Hmm. I think it shows that many people are actually starting to work, or either they are becoming parents. I feel like the most <laughs> the problem near my area, right, because of the high school and the primary school, all are focused <laughs> at the same place. They are like the focal <laughs> point of schools, you know. Or oh, the place is becoming a more of a social hub. Yeah, that's the point. and so many mm-hmm. people need to come there to drop off their kids yeah kids and school due to our unprecedented weather in nature right you can't just bring back if you just bring back then one day it suddenly start to rain then gone kiss lo <laughs> fun fact while we are at it malaysia has got the second highest tax rates in the world for automotive vehicles Uh, on any cars uh, hmm. more specifically cars and people still want to buy cars <laughs> yeah people still want to buy cars because uh the cars that are not taxed are the ones uh that are made in malaysia specifically by malaysian owned uh, yep. companies or mm-hmm. companies started in malaysia, in malaysia. Yeah. so specifically i'm i'm referring to of course proton and proton and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and and so those cars have the have have minimal taxes in fact the tax system on cars uh were implemented to protect these uh these two cars from you know losing out in the market and then the, the country with the highest tax rate uh on cars would be singapore our neighboring state mm-hmm. so singapore i can understand why they don't have the land they just yeah. can't do with too many cars makes sense and they also have yeah. this lease thing right like you can use the vehicle for a few years only then you need to change mm-hmm. back and you know what that's fantastic because your vehicle is always kept well yeah because every 5 to 10 years that vehicle is gone so you don't don't have any any one of those old cars running around mm. actually like that's one of gone. the issue in malaysia you know they are starting mm. to come up with a scheme to get rid of these old vehicles to make sure the parts are not going to waste they want to reuse yes. the parts yes. but then we don't I'm have to scheme 100% behind it, it. Yeah, but then if they are following like the Singapore plan, what if you are going to buy your dream vehicle and you bought it, and then in five to ten years you need to change it? Oh, obviously they'll take into consideration those kind of things. You'll mm-hmm. have to pay extra for it. They, they'll 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 oh. they'll they'll have sort of uh, exceptions for for these kind of things, and that, that's how it works in Singapore. I mean, even in Singapore, you've got what uh, so many millionaires there. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they expect uh, the millionaires to just throw off a Lamborghini after five years <laughs> of use. It's, yeah, it just doesn't work. While we are at it. We were talking about Proton and Produa, right? Mm-hmm. So now the thing is, uh, Proton and Produa they stop being fully government-owned or government-linked companies uh, lately. Technically, the they are not even Malaysia owned. They are not a Malaysian not company Malaysia anymore. Yeah. I, I think the government has a slight stake in it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but majority of the shares is owned by a Chinese company, which begs the question: Why are the taxes on imported cars still high? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. 
It's a bit ironic that way. If you see, like, they are the owners, but then they are cars, we are there's going to pay to less tax. You, yeah. There's nothing to There's nothing local, there's no local industry to protect anymore. Hmm. So, Good question. Though, that's, really. that's a problem I have here. <laughs> uh, perhaps we'll find the solution later huh? but then right there's another fun fact not really a fun fact mm-hmm. la, just something that I went through the other day apparently yeah. Myvi Perda Myvi was the highest bought car in Malaysia for like the last few years mm-hmm. it, it's got a reputation that if you guys don't already know we call it as highway king in Malaysia because not just highway king la. I feel like Myvi can go reason. on anywhere right even off-road yeah. also just bring your Myvi enough Eddie. of course but then fun fact it actually got surpassed by another car, Proton uh-huh. X50. Oh, okay. And my guess is because of the sudden, not to say sudden, the price of Myvi is gradually increasing, you know, as the new models come by, the right. prices are actually increasing. And now yeah. it is at a price where you feel like you might as well go for another, maybe bigger car. And that's mm, where X50 kicks in. Because the price difference, in. I guess, because the price difference isn't not too much. much that yeah, yeah, true. Too much, too much already. Yeah. So when you look at X50, come on, la, that is... Something like an SUV already, a sports utility vehicle. Yes, it is. Yeah. And then you got the technology also for the safety systems. A lot of stuff that mm-hmm. you won't really get in my V from the spec mm-hmm. that we got in Malaysia, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that I think might might boil down to business strategy. Maybe uh, MyV is not really competing in the league of SUVs because the MyV isn't a, an SUV after all. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a hatchback. Yeah, yeah. So... Maybe its direct competitor isn't put on. It's for people who are actually specifically looking for hatchbacks. So, Myvi's competition in this case might be a a, a hatchback Honda Civic, that uh-huh, one, one then, of those things. So, yeah, maybe in that category, Myvi will be the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. But 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 then again, people change their minds when they see something like a Myvi, and then go go suddenly and, and start comparing it to things that are, aren't in the category and go, hey, yeah. actually now that I'm here, <laughs> yeah, then 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 it then you can see why you can see how how the how, how they suddenly change their minds uh, uh, all of a sudden and, and go for something way bigger than than what they were initially looking at. Yeah, because simulations at the end of the day, I think we consider the price at a very high stick. If the price is mm-hmm. within our budget, Obviously, the choices will boggle in our mind to go for another car in this case. Okay, let's cover one last one. Mm-hmm. Why Malaysia so hot? Why is Malaysia so hot? Oh, yeah. Malaysia is hot. Come on, like global warming, that's all. <laughs> well, okay, the, we've got a simple answer there. Global warming. Uh, <laughs> the whole earth is literally heating up and people are complaining why Malaysia is hot. But but on, on, on the flip side, though, I'm happy that Malaysia's weather is uh, very volatile in the sense that you can have very, very hot weather, but then maybe two, three days of continuous sleep. Yeah, it cools down to like, 2021 exactly yeah so it's uh, very refreshing to have that i'd, I'd rather mm-hmm. i'd rather this than maybe uh four season country yeah uh, or depending on my mood i might say this tonight and then tomorrow <laughs> morning wake up and say something else the, yeah, the heat sometimes but, gets unbearable but currently i'm sticking to our malaysian weather compared to korean mm-hmm. weather of course the four seasons uh quite me too that, me too yeah and do you know what uh the the temperature in the United Kingdom reached unprecedented levels recently, 45 degrees Celsius. Oh my God. Yeah, actually, That's Korea like also double Malaysia. Was, keep, was keeping consistently around 40 degrees Celsius, which is already quite high yeah. like, at Korea. At Korea? Wow. Malaysia is normally like 20, 28 
27, 24. Wow, that low. Uh, no lah. Around 32, 24. 34. 32? Really? Huh. I thought it was something like 27, 28, 26. That's maybe the average temperature that you can find in the internet, I guess. But daily, yeah, it's around there, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but still, we are in a safer level lah compared to mm-hmm. those countries, like you said, like the US and Korea. Well, let's finish on what unites us then. What unites us the most? Well, Malaysia winning things. If we could be proud of anything... It would be that, uh, the one thing that unites all of us, we winning things. And so uh, when, when we talk about that, the first thing that comes to my mind is badminton. Yeah, sports. I was going to say sports, sports. then you say badminton, yeah. Sports, yeah. We're still looking for an Olympic gold medal. Mm-hmm. 2024, right? The next Olympics. 2024, yeah. Yep. I, I believe it is. Yeah, that's true, you know, because when you see, right, when it comes to football, even at Stadium Hangzhou, but like in Melaka, there was a match against Melaka against JDT, Johor Daudazim. Mm-hmm. And come on, la, the people that just crowded Melaka on the day was a lot. So that's mm-hmm. generally evidence to show that our nations do unite when it comes to sports, especially to support our country, state, for your district. Mm-hmm. So that's really one thing. Another one is, of course, food. Like Karen said, very, very early in the podcast. Come on, <laughs> very just proud imagine of it if we only have Indian food to eat on, yeah. in, in, in Malaysia, then you can't come on lah. Even our tongue will be bored of it. <laughs> True, we've, we've got a we've got quite a fusion, and and another thing that really uh, struck me as uh, impressive is is the fact that uh, you 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 barely have a snobbish snobbish people around. We are we are like a reasonably simple kind of society in the mm-hmm. sense that under under a small hut selling nasi lemak, yeah. you'll have a, a tansri or maybe even a sultan eating eating normal nasi nasi lemak and you know maybe a glass of juice with uh, the normal the normal guy on the road or the normal businessman the normal worker the normal Jew on the street yeah. and, and they're going to uh, buy that as well they don't care about exactly, anything right yeah that's they they are all normal people it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if uh, back home we have a mansion or or a big car at the end of the day uh, very very down to earth people uh, speaking yep. generally of course mm-hmm. <laughs> there are always exceptions <laughs> Uh, yeah, la, I think that's the beautiful thing about Malaysia. And we are going to wrap our podcast. First episode of season two. And Super excited. We are proud to be Malaysians. And we are also working hard to develop Malaysia. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Goodbye.